This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much, and thank you to the Ace Hardware people. Please let them know that you enjoy the program. I hope you do enjoy the program. Mike Bass and I are uh, here for the next two hours. Mike is uh, is always here with me, and I am so grateful of that. Mike, I don't want to sound like I assume that and take that for granted, because you never know. He might take a, a week off or something. But Mike is uh, is a fabulous producer. He answers the phones. He runs the boards. He keeps me out of hot water. He does everything to make this program happen. And we thank you for tuning in. You're pretty important to us as well. If you'd like to call the Lawn and Garden program, it's simple. It's a toll-free number anywhere you can hear me. It's 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Thanks to Ed Wallace for all the nice uh, 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 pitches that we would be coming up right now. And so we are here live on a beautiful Saturday. Oh, my goodness gracious. And I know you have a lot of things that you could be doing this Saturday afternoon. You could be gardening. You could be shopping. You could be laying in grocery supplies. Or you could be watching any of about a 100 different football games on TV. Some of them good. Some of them not so good. Or you could be listening to a garden program and calling in, and that would be really meaningful, really appreciated. So please, pick up that phone, give us a call right now. I have been doing garden broadcasting since 1978, and I know that the the afternoons in the fall can be very difficult, so I'd be very grateful for calls right now. I had the same plea this morning to my statewide program, and uh, people came through beautifully, so I know... Hope and know that you will too. 888-787-5543. Let me do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week and then we'll get the program underway. The dog today is Howie. He's a good old boy who's hoping to find a forever home with a great family. He is an older dog at seven years of age and he's really hoping to find the perfect place to live out the rest of his wonderful years. How he's not too picky about what kind of home and family he wants to go to, but he does need his space as he's a mix between a great Pyrenees and Anatolian shepherd, weighs 75 pounds. Despite his size, he is a remarkably gentle dog and a joy to be around. And uh, they would love to uh, have you know that he is wise and friendly, beautiful face, great big smile. His fur is white with a large uh, uh, patches of taupe and dark highlights around his eyes. He was found as a stray in Ellis County and brought into the shelter by a good Samaritan. He's gotten along fantastically with the staff. He never wants to be alone again. How he gets along well with kids, other dogs, and just about anyone who is friendly to him. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Howie has been neutered and microchipped, and he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. That's at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 West of Hampton Road. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available for walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Now, I want to I want to have a little chat with you. It is it is tough to get animals adopted right now. People are kind of holding up and and guarding their money. You know, you want a pet. Everybody wants to have a pet. This is not the time to hold back. Help the shelters, and and this is a shelter that I want to support with all of my heart, as I have for 40 years. But wherever you go, get to a shelter and adopt one of these stray dogs, and they're wonderful dogs. I'm a I'm an adopted stray. I was adopted when I was six weeks old. Uh, actually, it took my mom and dad six weeks to get to uh, San Antonio from Alpine. It was during Second World War. And uh, they had to get ration coupons to get enough gasoline and, and uh, new tires to get there. And so I have a special spot in my heart for adopted animals. And when I hear people talking about, oh, I have to have a purebred this or a purebred that, I think, oh, come on, just adopt a stray. You get dogs that are full of hybrid vigor. You know, they're, they're mixes. 
They're mongrels. They're, they're sweet, loving dogs that just want to have a chance to prove themselves to you. Get into the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center and get to know them. And uh, take them out for a test walk. And uh, they, they invite you to come in. These are happy shelters, the, the, the various shelters around town like the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. And the dogs, the, the, the volunteers at the shelter know the dogs. And so when you read a profile of one of these animals, it's written by somebody who has been around this animal and knows how to write about that animal. So they invite you to browse the available animals at spca.org slash findapet. That's all one word, find a pet. SPCA.org slash find a pet. Visit SPCA.org slash dog adopt. That's one word. To inquire about a dog or SPCA.org slash cat adopt. To inquire about a cat. And again, the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 West of Hampton Road. You're invited just to stop by noon until 6, seven days a week. And you'll find some wonderful animals waiting for you. They're dogs and I'm a dog guy, but I'll even say it, cats, too. That's okay. We can still be friends. <laughs> so I hope we can get uh, Howie adopted. H-O-W-I-E, if you want to look him up. That's sponsored today by Advanced Foundation Repair. The ever-shifting soils in North Texas are responsible for more foundation damage than any other single factor. And right now, those ever-shifting soils are getting more and more cracks, wider and wider cracks. Some of the cracks in these dry soils are big enough to turn an ankle, big enough to lose a golf ball, I know from firsthand experience. Advanced Foundation Repair can help you put your house back together. The foundations are not always built with the best of piers down deep into the soil to hold the concrete slabs together. And when your house starts to develop problems that are typical of foundation issues, things like uh, cracks in the mortar joints or in the tile grout joints or in the tape and bedwork or windows or doors that don't operate properly, you realize, I think our house is, is moving. I think the foundation has some challenges. That's when you call Advanced Foundation Repair. Now, please let me also warn you that if they tell you we're a little behind because of the dry weather, I think the next line should be from your lips. That's okay. Neil has warned us that that might be the case, and he's also said that the best companies like Advanced Foundation Repair are worth the wait. It won't hurt your house anymore to wait another week or two for them to come out and help you. The home inspection is absolutely free, and they'll determine the nature of any problems that you might have with your foundation, the magnitude of them, and what it would cost to fix those problems. If you hire them to fix the problems with your foundation, then you get a guarantee that the fix is done properly and it is good for the lifetime of the house. That guarantee is transferable from owner to owner to owner. That's fabulous, and they were the company that pioneered all of that and brought their industry forward. That's why they're called Advanced Foundation Repair. They earned it. FoundationRepairs.com, plural, FoundationRepairs.com, and the phone number to call for the best in foundation repairs. It's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. I'm Alan from Justin Ace Hardware. When you need reliable garden or plant help, come by and ask for D. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Well, that was short and simple, and D is a hero to her customers. They love her, so that's it, Justin Ace. So thank you, Alan, very much. He is the owner, and she is the manager of the garden center and even beyond. So good deal. We're going to start with our first call today will be Jeannie and Murphy. Let me give the number also because we have two other lines available at 888-787-5543. Jeannie, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How can Uh, I help? Neil, I'm calling about, um, we lost almost everything in our front flower bed over the heat of the summer, and I'm going to have to start over. So I'm thinking of something more drought tolerant than what we had before. Uh, Do you have any particular recommendations for west facing, pretty much full sun, drought tolerant that we can, (laughs) that can survive? 
All right, and and so what are you talking about? Are you talking about flowers? You said flower bed. Are you talking about shrubs? What are you talking about? Uh, actually, it, I did have flowers and a lot of uh, coleus, but I think I'd be better off going back with something more like shrubs or something that's long-term. All right. Um, yes, I can help you. But I also will put an asterisk with it, and that asterisk will I'll, I'll give you the, the condition right up front, and that is that the plants have to have water to get started, and secondly, they'll be a lot more satisfactory if you will commit to a certain amount of water for them. Um, I, I'm a big believer in, in, in watering enough that you get a good showing from the plants that you plant, and I want to I want to say one other thing that probably won't resonate with a lot of people right now because we're in the middle of such a horrible drought. If we go in with xerophytes, these are plants that are are well equipped to handle drought. The plants that can just stand up. For example, red yucca is a xerophytic plant, mm-hmm. a, a plant that will do beautifully in really dry conditions. It's a great plant. It's not going to poke a hole in anybody. Its leaves are, are pointed, but not harmfully so. It's beautiful when it blooms. It will handle the cold. It will handle the, the drought. I like that plant very much, although it is very slow growing and very expensive, therefore. If we were to use that and then supplement it with other plants that are like it, that are equally drought tolerant, the other plants, all the rest of them, not all of them, but most of the rest of them, if we get a year like 2015 where we get a lot of rain, they'll be gone. They can't handle the wet soil. And so we should, we should landscape to the middle, not to the extremes. And, and we're, not at an, we're, we're at a far extreme right now. And 2015 was the other end. It's kind of like the politics in this country. We don't we don't <laughs> politic to the middle anymore. You know, everybody's one end or the other. And whatever happened to well, average I people? Agree. Yeah, I agree. And, and so I think uh, uh, that's about as far as you're going to get me on politics on my program. But but if if we could use plants that are well adapted, uh, I'll, I'll use crepe myrtles as an example. They are very well adapted to. Uh, hot, dry weather and, and those west conditions, but they have to have some water to grow and bloom beautifully. Uh, sure. Nandinas, hollies are all great plants, but as soon as we say, well, he said they were drought tolerant, well, but not drought proof. And well, we I've do seen... have a, we do have sprinkler system, and mm-hmm. I also run a soaker hose through the flower bed for kind of, kind of the combination of watering extra to the plants. <clears throat> as well as the foundation. So, but we do run the sprinklers. I'm just trying not to to spend, you know, three hundred dollars a month on water purely for the flower bed. So sure. it's something that would be kind of drought tolerant. I don't mind watering. I just don't want to have to, you know, be out there putting in gallons and gallons and gallons every day. Well, what what I would recommend is uh, that you cluster your shrubs. Use use the best adapted plants for for cold, for heat, for average conditions of of rainfall. Not not uh, not wetland plants and not the desert plants. Stay in the middle, and that's where that's where the hollies will do well for you. There's there's one disclaimer on them, and that is you have to water them by hand the first couple of years to get them established because they don't wilt, and, and a lot of people lost hollies this year after I, I built them up so much after the cold a year and a half ago. And people say, well, how come they died? Well, it's because you didn't water them. They, they got too dry. And so anyway, but if you use the, the various well-adapted types of hollies and nandinas and abelias and things of that sort, the, the better types of those, then you'll have a really good landscape, but cluster them together and then in between use a, a drought tolerant ground cover that won't need as much water. Use, uh, uh, if you want to use some river rock for an attractive covering of the ground that doesn't need any particular water. Um, and things of that sort, you can, you can really cut down on the consumption of water for your turf grass. Use Bermuda, common Bermuda grass. Sure. Those are all ways that you cut down on the water. 
without having to go to a desert, look to your landscape. And I, that's how I would want to landscape if somebody said, I really am on limited budget, I've got to cut back on my water consumption, therefore the cost, and, and still have a, an attractive landscape. When it comes to the flowers, instead of having a big flower bed, you have uh, three or five or seven really pretty large terracotta pots and you put your color in those pots right at the front door and right off the patio and you you dazzle with color right there and and that's an easy fix and it doesn't cost that much so that's what i would do i like those ideas and i like the we had nandina in the past and i moved them um when i created this new flower bed or planting bed Mm -hmm. but um Maybe that's really the thing I should go back with because the Nandina had survived for ages. They're Whether, they're very dependable. You know, some of them are wet. yeah, some are better than others. I'm a big fan of compact Nandina, Nandina domestica compacta, um, and and some of those Nana Nandinas not so much. Some of them are much better than others, um, but you know that's that's where I would be. I would be living with the ones that I know are 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 fail safe, and I'd stay away from Laura Pedalums and. And things are and hydrangeas, not. I'm talking about florist hydrangeas, the mop heads. Right. And so anyway, anyway, right. I hope well, that, that helps. helps a lot. I I know where to go. I looked in your book and I didn't find a specific section on drought or drier. Uh, so I wasn't sure, you know, what I should be looking for. So Somebody I made that comment to me a couple of weeks ago, and um, the. I, I needed to, and, and probably if I ever do a major rewrite of the book, I will specifically say what I did to you, and that is I don't want to do uh, a, a place in there for people to, to where I write about why you want to use yuccas and why you want to use agaves and things. Those froze two years ago, and those died out in the wet soils in 2015. They, they have proved to be disastrous plants in this area. Uh, Texas sage, as pretty as it is after it rains, it it froze in 2021. And mm-hmm. so the, the plants are not native here. They may be native in West Texas or Southwest Texas, but they're not native here. And there's a reason. And that the, we, we're discovering the reasons. And so yeah. the, that's that's why you stick with things that are well proven. Hope it helps. I got to run. Thank you, that. Jeannie. Have Thank a good you. day. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. I'm a little behind now, so I'll try to catch up. We have Bill in Plano coming up in just a moment, and uh, you could be right after Bill. 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. You can have one of the few remaining copies. I went out and counted in our garage last night. All of the books, uh, the fifth printing books, um, that remain are in my garage waiting to be signed, and I think I probably will be out within a couple of weeks. That's how close it has come now. I'm down to just a very few hundred copies um, of the fifth printing. This is all a supply chain issue, and I'm just trying to get them all sold before I take delivery on any of the sixth printing. I'm about ready to order up that delivery. If you want a copy of my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, at $32.95, this is the time to do it, folks. If you wait much longer, any longer, really, you're running a big risk of not getting your copy at that discounted price, a great discount, $32.95. At the uh, sixth printing, $38.95. It's a book with 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is The Basics of Gardening in Texas. There is uh, There are two, two paragraphs that are different in the two um, uh, printings, uh, and they refer to the cold of February 2021, and they're in Chapter 1. Uh, chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. It's a huge amount of information, and people tell me this chapter alone will pay for the book. Chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I worked four to six weeks on each one of those chapters, a lot, a lot of time, a long time. And there are more than 25 multi-page charts in the book. And each of those charts took a week or longer to get done. 
They are intended to help you make the best selections of finding the finest plants for each of your needs. This book will, I think, make a successful gardener out of you. It's 344 pages, a hardback, printed in Texas, 840 of my best photographs. And uh, it is written for every county in Texas. It's $32.95. It would be about $50 or $60 if it were in stores or if it were on Amazon, but it is neither. It's available only from my office or my website. And the reason I did that was because I wanted to sign every copy before I take it personally to the mail uh, post office. Uh, I sign on uh, uh, Saturday night, Sunday night, and Monday. I take them on Tuesday to the post office. Take them in the back door of the McKinney Post Office myself. I'd be happy to sign one for you. But if you want one of these at thirty-two ninety-five, the fifth printings, you need to get the uh, order in immediately. Two ways you can order, since it's not in stores or on Amazon. You can order it directly from my website, or you can call my office Monday through Friday. Don't wait, though, too long. It's 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Yum! Fresh pecans. YorkPecanShop.com. Save 10% off your first order with code N-E-G-N-L. They're a family-owned pecan business. Everything from large pecan halves to chopped pecan pieces. Candied pecan, cinnamon, caramel, praline, trail mixes, and more. Oh, my. Get ready for holiday baking. YorkPecanShop.com. Use code N-E-G-N-L. Save 10% off your first order. YorkPecanShop.com. Oh, they're good. They are really, really good. Let me tell you about Arborological Services now. These are the leaders in the tree care industry. They're just fabulous. And if you have, uh, if you've never seen them work, you're in for a treat when they come to your home to work on your trees. Your trees represent quite an investment in the value of your property, and it really stands to reason you'd want the best working on your trees. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists, these are college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters on their team, and uh, they know trees. That's all they think about is trees. And to sit around, uh, to listen to them as they sit around their table in their conference room every couple of weeks and have a meeting discussing the projects they're working on is just a fabulous experience. Three of their people have been selected as Arborists of the Year for the great state of Texas, the best that year in the state. Steve Hauser, Russell Peters, and Kevin Bassett. That's pretty awesome. Very few companies have anybody who's ever been named Arborist of the Year, and Arborological Services has three. They have a 13-time state champion tree climbing person on their team, and that is Miguel Pastanez. How good is that? These are the people who work on our trees at the Sperry Home, and they do superior work. They're the only people who will ever touch our trees. Could not recommend anybody any more highly. That's Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. Arborological.com is the website. It's Arborological Services at 866 
on Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter at The Tree Experts, and Arborological Services. One more time, 866-552-7267. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in Casa View. When you need reliable, localized help in those great home and garden products, come to us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Okay, before I go to the phone for Bill in Plano, I think I'm going to do a really quick mention of something, and then I want to give Bill plenty of time. I need to get my tiny garden tip in. If you have goo all over everything beneath your trees right now, as most of us do, that is honeydew coming from aphids, pecan aphids. Could be from oaks also, other tall trees, elms, but especially pecans. And I've never seen it as bad as it is right now. There's no way that you can justify spraying. Uh, the next rain that we get, oh, is it ever going to rain again? We'll wash it away and we'll wash them away and it'll be done. But it's been bad and it constitutes about a third of the calls and questions that I'm getting right now uh, from friends, from relatives in my Q&A section that I have in eGardens, in uh, in newspapers, and even here, although we haven't had any yet this afternoon. Uh, don't call with that question because that's what it is. And I, I have a, a nice write-up on pecan aphids in this past week's eGardens. If you go to neilsperry.com, and then click on the eGardens tab. You can read the most recent edition of eGardens, and I'll do an ad for it in just a moment, and, and you can read about the pecan aphids there. Just wait them out. Uh, what we're doing at our house is I just leave a blower. I have an electric blower that doesn't have any gasoline smell to it. I just leave it in the hallway. It's a small one. I leave it in the hallway, and I blow a pathway out to the garage and up the driveway, and then we do a, a serious blow about every two days. But... We're just getting the leaves out of the way so we can walk without picking the stuff up and bringing it into the house. It's awful, but that's what it is. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited, and uh, we'll get to our tiny garden tip here in just a second. The Wild Birds Unlimited stores are open and ready to serve you right now. There are several of them in the Metroplex, and three in particular I want to do a shout-out to because they are the ones that sponsor this broadcast my WBAP broadcasts on Sunday mornings and also my eGardens electronic newsletter. These are my friends and they are also the friends of the birds. Birds are migrating through DFW right now and you know it has been so dry for the last five months that there is not much wild seed out there in the in the in the pastures and fields and and vacant lots and places of that sort. The wild birds that are migrating through Texas need your help. They need to have you go into Wild Birds Unlimited and take a look at the incredible selection of seeds and feeds that they have and the feeders. These are not just average feeders that you see in a grocery store somewhere. These are real feeders that are made to last and to dispense the feed accurately and they have seed mixes that don't have the junk in them these are these are carefully blended they have uh, mixes for nesting when that time comes for overwintering for uh, for uh, plumage when they're getting their their uh, feathers like they are right now after molting and so forth on down the line wild birds unlimited the enthusiasm in these stores for the bird watching hobby is just awesome. You'll love them. David's store is in the Park Cities in Dallas at 5715 West Lover's Lane next to Nichols and Harding Nursery and Garden Center, just about a block west of the Dallas North Tollway. Ron's new store, he moved back in February. He's at 5708 Abrams, one block south of Northwest Highway, just there by Medallion Center, 5708 Abrams. And Bertie's store in McKinney, Voted twice as Store of the Year nationally, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, just south of Tom Thumb. If you're in the McKinney area, you know right where it is. And those are the three Wild Birds Unlimited that sponsor all the things I do. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. Hey, it's Amy Shadroff from Real News and Information in the morning. Monday on the show, we'll do all the Monday morning quarterbacking from the Cowboys game and the latest on efforts to restore power and water to southwest Florida. Real News and Information in the morning, 5 to 9 a.m. on 570 KLIF. 
Thank you, Amy. My uh, electronic newsletter is called eGardens. It publishes every Thursday, just a little after 6 p.m. We've been doing it for 18 years. We have about 80,000 subscribers, and people tell me time after time how much they enjoy it. I think you will, too. Take a look at it and see if you don't agree. I think I want a piece of that, and you can get it. Uh, All you have to do is sign up for it. You do so at my website at neilsperry.com. You can see the most recent issue, and once you have a chance to look at it, that's when you make that decision. Yes, I want to sign up. Several things I need to tell you. I will never spam you just because I have your email address. I won't know what it is. It goes to constant contact. We don't don't keep it on our website. Uh, So so that might give you a little bit of uh, relief. That's uh, at, uh, but you go to neilsperry.com and uh, at that point you click on the eGardens tab and uh, take a look at it. Uh, also, uh, since I'm not going to spam you and I'm certainly not going to give or sell your email address to anybody because I don't have a master list of the people who subscribe. So there you are. It's uh, Neil Sperry's eGardens, free and always will be. Take a look. You'll always have a story on a featured plant of the week. You'll always have gardening this weekend where I point out the things that are most critical to be done that weekend. And you'll always have the Q&A section, which we now have expanded to about a dozen questions each week sent in by our readers. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We need to be thinking about the plants and the landscape that we're putting around our house. If I'm going to buy a puppy, and if I live in a small house, I'm probably going to ask some questions as to the dog's mature size. Isn't it funny that we don't ask questions about the trees that we're buying? A tree that spreads 50 feet out from its trunk has no business being planted streetside in the city, and it also has no business being planted in a zero-lot-line community. We need to inquire about the size and also the growth rate of that tree. Fast growth is not a virtue. Fast-growing trees have weak trunks and branches, and they break in windstorms. You see it happen every time a windstorm comes through. Width of the plants is also an issue. If you plant wide plants beside the front door, you're going to run into a problem. If you plant wide trees, you're going to run into a problem. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir, very, very much. There's that eGardens everywhere you turn. You hear about it. How about that? Let me tell you about Ace Hardware right now. I hope everywhere you turn, you're seeing an Ace Hardware store. They're everywhere. Forty of them joined together to sponsor my broadcast here. All, all of it, both hours, the whole thing. And I thank them. They have a really good offer for you this uh, this weekend. October is Fire Safety Month at ACE. Stop by your locally owned North Texas ACE retailer to find a great deal on First Alert 2.5 pound household fire extinguishers. The First Alert rechargeable home fire extinguisher is ideal for use in any household location. This multi-purpose extinguisher fights wood, paper, fabric, flammable liquid, and electrical fires. The durable metal head is designed to meet demanding household requirements. If the unit is used, it can be recharged by a certified professional. It includes a mounting bracket to keep it secure. A 10-year limited warranty. That's at Ace Hardware. You'll find a great deal on First Alert 2.5 pound household fire extinguishers rechargeable. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. You're getting help from people you already know, your neighbors. They're people that you uh, encounter at church or in Little League or at the PTO or wherever it is you go. They are in your community. That's why they're so special. I hope you'll shop at Ace, and I hope you'll let them know that you appreciate this program. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. We're always with you. Just download and listen to the KLIF app on your phone. This is Real News and Information 570. KLIF. KLIF KLIF.com. When it comes time to put a new roof on your home, the name to remember is Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. They are the best in the business, serving the Metroplex with the finest in roofing since 1986. They have applied, installed, 
100,000 roofs over that time. That's awesome. The second-generation family business, they have it down to a science. They do composition roofs, but they also do clay and concrete tile, metal roofs, slate roofs. They will do new roofs. They'll do residential re-roofing. They do it all. If you have hail or wind damage or you're just concerned that maybe you do have, you need to have Wortham Brothers come out, go up on your roof, and take a very thorough look at your roof, all four corners of your roof. And uh, we've had a lot of storms here over the years. And if you're getting ready to sell your house and you just want to make sure that it's all uh, up to up to order, or if you're just concerned about the bad weather that is on the horizon, I mean, winter and spring are the times when roofs have their biggest challenges. If you want to make sure your roof is in apple pie order, you'll call Wortham Brothers for that free roof inspection. Let them look. They'll tell you. If you don't have a roofing problem, they'll tell you that as well. Leave a business card with you and go on their way. This is a real company. This is not some company that comes knocking on doors after there's been a hailstorm come through. This is a company that relies on word of mouth and repeat business. I love this company. They put a roof on our house four years ago. They stand behind everything that they do. Call them today at 972-562-5788, serving the entire north-central Texas area. Wortham Brothers Roofing, wbroofing.com, 972-562-5788. I'm David Agnew with Traeger Woodfire Grills. You can see them at all North Texas Ace Hardware stores. Ace is the place with Traeger Grills and the helpful hardware folks. Thank you, David, very, very much. We get uh, the Traeger mailings, and they had a uh, they had an apple bread yesterday that came. They just bake some of the make and bake some of the most wonderful things in Traeger Grills. We have a, a Traeger grill that just. And David demonstrated the chocolate chip cookies when he helped us set up our Traeger Grill. He is a great sales rep. Let's go back to our phone lines. Bill in Plano, thank you for being so patient. How can I help you? Neil, thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I have uh, a pair of uh, Bloodgood Japanese maples that were newly planted. And ever since the uh, time they were planted, the leaves have these like white specks on them. I'm outside looking at them now. Uh, a lot of white specks all over them. Um, some of them are turning a little brownish. You know, like the tips are dying of of some of them. Okay. How much sunlight are they exposed to? They get uh, morning sun, direct direct morning sun, um, but late afternoon it's shaded. All right. Um, the the white specks are probably uh, similar to what you could get. Uh, if you had any moisture at all on leaves and had the sunlight hit them, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's just kind of like you had a uh, magnifying glass and, and used it to focus sunlight on a piece of paper. It'll just burn a little hole right there. Uh, mm. I, I imagine that's what's happened. There's been sunlight, and it's just uh, it's caused that kind of a, a spot. I don't think it's a, a disease of any kind. I see it on uh, on Japanese maples pretty commonly and on some other plants that that really would rather be in more shade. That's a plant that ought to be in a lot of shade. I have probably 15 of them and under our, beneath our pecan trees, and they're all back up under the pecans, not not out in the sunlight. Uh, if you if you told me that that they got sun until nine or nine thirty, I'd be okay with that. But when you say late afternoon, that kind of scared me. The, the, they don't get they don't get late afternoon sun. Well, uh, but but yeah, but when you told me that they uh, maybe I said it wrong. When you told me they get shade in late afternoon, that made me think that oh gosh, I hope they don't get sun until late afternoon. Yeah, they're on the east side of the house. Okay. So so by late in the day, the sun the, the house is shielding the uh, the sun. Let me let me rephrase what I was trying to say. I would okay. hate to see a Japanese maple get sun after 10 a.m. Yeah, well, not much I can do now. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's uh, part of the issue, I think. The tip burn, anytime you have a plant that is uh, having moisture stress of any kind, 
the tips or the points of leaves will be the last place to get moisture and the first place to dry out. And so when we have these these tips that are burning back, you'll hear me tell people that about uh, Japanese maples or about any plant that has elongated leaves, like house plants that have long strap-shaped leaves. Um, if, if a plant gets a little bit too dry, then that's the point where, that's the, the place where the, the leaf will dry out first. It's, and the example I always use is with the human body, it's our earlobes and our fingers and toes. Where there's a circulatory problem, that's where it is uh, observed first. And, um, and, and that's the way it is with plants. And so once again, uh, once again, it's exacerbated when we have them in, in the sunlight. Um, I hope once it's established, I'd be very mindful next year, Bill, to water it by hand every other day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Friday you soak it really heavily, them really heavily, mm-hmm. uh, and, and don't rely on sprinkler irrigation water to be adequate. They were grown in a very lightweight potting soil that probably had no soil at all with it. It was bark and, and, uh, uh, some other lightweight ingredients for shipping purposes. Most of these have been grown in, in Oregon and then shipped into Texas. And so the shipping costs are quite high. And so they, they grow them in a very lightweight mix. And so that's going to dry out very quickly. So very, very critically, you need to water by hand for the first two or three summers on that, on that schedule. And, and maybe you can keep these from doing the, the burning quite so much. Yeah, I thought maybe I was overwatering. There's not a chance in 500 billion oh, really? this year. Okay. Yeah, maybe I understated the odds. Okay. <laughs> not this year. <laughs> right. If a, if a, if a Japanese maple had its druthers, it would be in the sun, but it would be uh, on a on a hillside in Japan, uh, where it's quite moist and humid, and a hot day is 80 degrees. Kind of like we're having today. This mm-hmm. is this is a good example, but just with a lot more rain, and and that's why when we put them out at 104 degrees in the sun, they they're not as happy. So just keep it keep it moist. I hope I hope you can hope you can get them through. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You bet. You bet. Good luck with them. Appreciate it. Let me go to Kelly in Venus now. Kelly, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I have some. Some dwarf boxwoods in the front on the uh, east side of the house. Periodically, um, a portion of that boxwood will turn brown and die, and I ain't yet figured out why. Okay. Um. Well, let me let me try my best. Okay. Uh, I, I will acknowledge to those who are really avid gardeners. I'm not ignoring. Uh, boxwood blight from the east coast i just don't imagine okay. that that's involved i, I want to i want to put that aside so people don't start calling and say neil you you apparently haven't heard of boxwood blight uh how long has this been going on uh i started them four years ago and mm-hmm. the first year after that they had been established you know one season they'd been in the ground one end of them did it it's four of them in a row one end did it and i just trimmed it out and it's growing back and then now this year which it skipped a year the other end is doing it <laughs> okay how tall are the plants um two and a half feet all right and where is this happening on that two and a half feet is it at a given uh, height well yes at the near the top in the middle Basically. All right. Okay. Right. Um, my goal is after this next question that we will remain friends and that I won't cause anybody to turn their radio <laughs> off. Do you have a tall dog, yeah. male dog? <laughs> no. Okay. no. Well, I do have some strays that run around. Okay. Just just asking because that, that would do that. A male dog using oh. the bathroom would do that. Is there any chance? Uh, possibly, but it, it's just funny. Well, I guess a dog would hit the same spot every time, but they they would, or or the same height, and they tend to like certain uh, certain plants. 
I have Zeus the dog who lives in our garage, and uh, he is a, a animal that was uh, fostered to us first uh, of January, and uh, uh-huh. I was asked to keep him for three weeks, and uh, I'm not entirely sure when the three weeks will be up, <laughs> <laughs> but we have fallen in love with Zeus. He's wonderful. He likes monkey grass, mondo grass. And that's oh, his yeah. place of choice. And so I have a couple spots of monkey grass I'm going to have to replant. And he, he, uh, that's kind of the nature of male dogs. And so I don't know. That's, that's one thing to think about. And just when you're looking at it, see if there's any chance of that. If it's internal to the plant, obviously that's not going to be a possibility. But, but I've hit that on the money a few times. People have said, you know, I never thought about that, but. And uh, so um, there, there isn't a whole lot otherwise, unless there's been something that has broken the twigs. You might want to look down in and see if there's any kind of breakage to the little twigs where something could have fallen yeah. into it. There, there's, there's no yeah. insect. There, there's no insect that would have, you know, maybe let me, let me throw you a, an odd one that might be a possibility make sure there's no bagworm that has gotten in there and tied its little bag around the thing and and girdled the twig that could happen yeah. uh, not very likely but it could happen i don't have a good answer unless we have some more symptoms if i could see it maybe that would help but i you know i, I, yeah. I, I now, it, it doesn't kill the plant it's always a portion of it and right. and then and, and it always starts like right now of the year. It, is, uh, does how much of how how big an area on a given plant is affected? Is it is it uh, more than a baseball sized area? Oh yeah, no. It, 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 the whole plant's probably pushing three foot in diameter. Right, and, and there'll be a, a foot a foot diameter ball in it that of a limb that'll die. And then I'm I'm sitting out here looking at it now, and then it seems to be migrating around to the other side now. All right, uh, that's not going to be a dog then. Is there any chance of uh, of a? Do you have a sprinkler system, or do you water with a with a hose? No, it's with a sprinkler system. Is there any chance that that part of that plant is not getting hit very well with the sprinkler with the head? Um, the if if you look at if you look straight down on a plant, uh, and I'm conscious, Mike, that I'm I'm running out of time. I got to get another break in. Sure. I'm talking to my my sure. board operator. Um, if you look down on a plant, and there are roots going out to I'll just say the southwest side of the plant and out to the northwest side, and if the head is on the northwest side, and it's really dry, the the roots on the southwest side might be blocked and and from getting any water and and that side of the plant could be impacted you might want to check that see if there's any way that that side of these plants is getting too dry since it's happening at the end of the summer yeah i'm trying i'm trying to help you kelly i'm really trying to come up with an answer yes sir i sure appreciate your time but i i think that may be what uh, what my problem is i'm look i'm going to turn the sprinkler on and check it yeah, check that and see if there's any way that that might be it because because uh, it's going to be something exotic like that, I suspect. But do okay. do also look down in the twigs, in the branches, in the in the trunk, and and see what you can find. The only other thing I'll leave you with is that boxwoods are susceptible to nematodes. They are a microscopic soil-borne uh, worm, little very time well microscopic that will sting the roots yeah. of the plant and and cause knots on the roots you'll see the the little nodules on the roots they are sucking okay. the life out of the plant and if you want to dig on the on the side where there has been damage to the top and see if the roots are obviously uh, have swellings on them then that would tell you that you have nematodes in the soil and they would take a plant down also so I, okay. I don't know if you're familiar with nematodes, but you could do a little online research about them also for boxwood. I'm out of ideas. Yes, sir. I have your book. I'll read up on them. All right. Good luck. Thanks for the call. I appreciate you very much. Thank you, sir. All right. I need to get to, to get this break in, and I will do my best to do so. Let's do that. I'm going to do a really quick version of my book ad. 
the book he just referenced, and that's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It's not in stores, it's not on Amazon, and very soon it will not be on sale any longer. It'll still be for sale, but not on this great discount of $32.95. 11 chapters, 344 pages, 840 photographs, a hardback printed on high-quality paper. I will sign your copy. It covers all aspects of outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. Landscapes, lawns, flower, fruit, and vegetable gardening. It's, uh, as I say, not in stores or on Amazon. I have all remaining copies of the fifth printing of the book in my garage. I will sign your copy as it sells. I have enough to get me through another couple of weeks, I think, and then the price will go up. I'll be in the sixth printing at that point. If you want to order it, you order it either from my office by calling Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, this number, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-GROW, or better yet, order it right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. I have some great news from Baylor Scott and White Health. They are great people, and they made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. We can get virtual care whenever and wherever we need it, like right now or later tonight, even on the weekends when allergies start acting up while we're out in the garden or when we run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that we don't even have to stop what we're doing to get the care we need so we can stay focused on doing what we love. It's as simple as texting BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88 408. You'll download My BSW Health today. My BSW Health. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER to 88408. That's Baylor Scott and White Health. My BSW Health. And text BETTER to 88408. I'm Rachel from Main Street Ace Hardware Ennis. When you need reliable, localized help for all those great products, come see us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to you, Neil. All right, Rachel, thank you very, very much. We have another hour coming up. And if you'd like to call and get on hold, we'll get you all ready to go. 888-787-KLIF. That's 888-787-5543. Hope you will give us a call. Another hour, and we'll uh, talk gardening for one more hour up till 3 o'clock today. On uh, Sunday mornings, Mike Bass and I head over to WBAP 820 on the AM dial, and uh, love to have you join us there. Stay tuned. We'll be back. 